Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you do enjoy, regardless of whether or not we like it. Buy a record, buy a t-shirt, go see a band, put up a band in your house, uh, subscribe to their fan club, donate to their Patreon, help them out when their van flips, repost their GoFundMe link. Steal their gear. Steer, steal their gear and then claim that you found it for them. So Slash their tires. So you can ingratiate yourself with them and become close friends with the band. Yeah. Them never knowing that you pulled off a, a massive level of deceit just right. to get in close with them. Whatever, However you see fit to support the bands. Format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands of the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and select usually between five and seven bands to listen to at random. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. And if you want to call in or leave a message, uh, shoot us a text message, 260-222-8341. Um, the weather is unseasonably <laughs> the nice. The weather, the weather now. The weather is unseasonably nice. I'm just going to say yeah. every year. I think I'm doing all right, and then usually I get three quarters of the way through winter, and I realize that I've been slogging along for the last two and a half months, and that, oh, fuck, no, seasonal depression's got me deep in its grip, and I'm fucked up. I'm feeling bad. See, the thing is, you got to get rid of the seasonal part. What do you mean? I just have to be depressed all yeah, the time? Yeah, and then it doesn't fucking matter. No, yeah, but the problem is I've I've, in large part, really combated very successfully over the course of the last probably seven years, my normal depression. So it creeps up on me in the wintertime because basically spring through fall, I'm feeling real good yeah. now. Whereas yeah. five years ago, that was not the case. Were you fucked up? I should have just kept the depression yes, going. Yes, because right. then it's like that's what those are the waters you swim. Right, then it's just standard. That's really good advice. It's, all, it's like that all the time. That's There's no highs and lows. Really it's just lows. Advice. But yeah. the lows set the new standard. That's uh, Yeah, that's actually, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective before. But you're right. I'm going to have to do something. I don't know what I, I have. I've been off meds for a really long time, and my brain seems to have sort of self-regulated in, in large part. So I don't know what I can do to get that chemical imbalance back. you got to let it wash over you. It, it's <laughs> so It's so numb. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So I just need to open myself back up to the idea of being depressed. Yes. Okay, cool. I might try that out. Just make that the new status quo again, and then yes. I have to worry about the winter. But yeah, 60 degrees, fucking sun out, windows up. I'm a changed man. I feel fucking great. I got so much... Dude, I've been pro procrastinating on work for the last month. Yeah. I woke up today, and I got it all done immediately, yeah. just because I could open my window. It's crazy. I have to get the fuck out of Indiana. I can't do winters, man. It's, it's, it fucks me up. It's it, Yeah, whatever. Like, it's, it's whatever, you know? So this is not hardcore related per se, because I, I don't know that... They are a hardcore band. I don't even remember the name of the band off the top of my head, but I, I have to imagine just based on the story itself and the way that it was dealt with and spoken about, they have to be adjacent. We're going to say probably a metalcore or a deathcore band or something like that. But the hot topic of discussion that is going around right now, I think it's been 24 hours now that this has been kind of okay. cycling through subculture, social media, is... The vocalist of a band drunkenly admitted to this, what I'm about to say, in a group chat with some friends. Is this publicly known? Or like, publicly like, known. Okay. He became self self-describedly obsessed with the fiancé of a bandmate. Okay. 
and he was fixated on the idea of trying to lure this fiance away from said bandmate mm -hmm. and into his waiting arms. One way that he did that was this gentleman worked at evidently like a supplement store, a hell, you know, something where you're getting pre-workout, yeah. vitamins, shit like that, right? He was, under the guise of being a good homie, mm -hmm. supplying his bandmate with pre-workout for free yeah. because it was like, oh, this is the toss-out stuff or whatever, or the sample stuff that we open up and then we can't sell it. Right. So I'm giving you this pre-workout for free, for free. But little did his bandmate know that he had been lacing the pre-workout with estrogen for months in an attempt to feminize his bandmate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he could more easily cuck him because his fiance would then see his his increasing femininity as being unattractive and see the vocalist of their band, this big, strong guy, uh -huh. waiting to receive her with his strong arms, uh -huh. right? And mm -hmm. it would make it easier for him. So he, and now I don't know, I didn't look too far. I just saw like the post from the band that has been getting shared. Like, yeah. hey, this is what's been going on. But the individual who this is happening to claims that this has caused him uh, various medical complications over the course of the last six months and that he has he's gone to a doctor and he's seeing a physician about trying to reverse the damage of this estrogen so okay. i don't know what the science of that is i don't know how how much estrogen you would have to be putting in your homie shit but i guess presumably if you're taking pre-workout not every day but we'll say three to four days a week yeah and there's a lot of estrogen in there it might fuck you up I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know very much about it. It's, no, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, there are ways to increase estrogen naturally. Sure. Yeah. How do you how to increase estrogen with these eleven power foods? Yeah, I was gonna say there's foods that can do it, right? Right. Yeah. So it says here, according to Healthline. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Flax seeds. Okay. Soybeans and edamame, everybody knows everybody, that. Everybody soy knows boys, that. right? Yeah, the soy boys. Stay, stay away from it, buddy. Right, yeah, unless you want bitch tits like me. Yeah, uh, dried fruits. Right. Okay. Don't don't eat them. Okay. Sesame seeds. Uh huh. No garlic. No. Oh, I love garlic. So do I. Yeah. Peaches. Yeah, peaches are good. Berries. Yeah. Wheat bran. Mm hmm. Tofu. Well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, you don't have to say tofu and also right. soy stuff. Like Cruciferous that. vegetables. Okay. So mustards. Right. You know, broccoli, cabbage, sure, all sure, sort sure. of thing. Yeah. Uh, tempeh. Okay. Right. Again, yeah. Soy. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to so say So it's like, it, it's like you know, yeah. most of those things I eat regularly. Right. Right? Yeah, I eat a lot of those regularly. Uh, fish, beef, eggs, and pork. Love them all. Okay. In the past week, I've eaten, well, I eat eggs almost every day. Sure. That explains a lot then. Right. Right. <laughs> your that's why your estrogen levels are You're so high. Fucking high, dude. Yeah. Right? I didn't I didn't realize that. It's fucking high. Josh it's probably, it's probably why I, I it's probably, you know, probably why I'm depressed all the time. Because your estrogen is My so estrogen high. Is very high. That's right. <laughs> because everybody knows these bitches are crazy yeah. out here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. Like so this guy was taking estrogen and putting it in pre workout. Yeah. And then the dude is taking estrogen. Yeah unwittingly but like that's supposed to be the play to to like but how does that help him score the fiance because because the because that doesn't make any sense it, it i mean it's a it's a it's a poorly thought out plan no doubt but i think the logic is 
as this man's estrogen levels increase, he's going to become increasingly feminine, right. causing his fiance to become less and less attracted to him, yeah. making the vocalist of their band a better second option. Because he would, because he knows he's already the second option. Right. So he can be like, he's oh, already man, undead. what's going on? What's right. going on with him? Man? Right. He's crying all the time. He's growing what bitch tits. I, I, I told you, I can't, I can't remember the name of the band. It's, it's so it's a, not a band that was even remotely on my radar previously. Yeah. So but, that's why I have to but, assume it's like a deathcore or a metalcore band or something. But like they that. are known. I guess. I guess known enough that this is that this has really been making the rounds. But it's one of those things where it's so deeply absurd that even if this was a band that no one knew, it would take merely a day for right. for enough people to have seen it to be like, yo, this is fucking insane, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what's fucking insane. Yeah. Which has gotten really insane is somebody who's lifted weights most of my adult life. Well, yeah, my entire adult life. Sure, yeah. Is the number of uh the number of like supplements and products that mm -hmm. people that have no fucking clue what they're doing are yeah. convinced that they need before they can go to the gym. Sure, that's fucking wild, huh? <laughs> like, I can't. That's I can't fucking, I can't work out unless I take my pre-workout. I'm like, you know, this shit barely even existed yeah. like more than half a decade. And ago. everyone was doing just fine. Everyone was just fine. It's fucking nuts to me. Uh, <laughs> dude, ever since Josh got on those research chemicals a while back, if Josh comes up even casually with our mutual friend Skyler, Skyler will immediately say Josh, Josh is taking research chemicals and giving himself cancer. Yeah, he brings it up constantly. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, is Josh still taking insane research chemicals?" And every colossal man practice, Josh looks at me in the face and says, "We got to get you on test." And yeah, I'm like, "No, I'm good, dude. I'm actually good. I was lifting some weights at practice though tonight, and I'm feeling really noodly. Oh yeah, I'm feeling real noodly. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting back into it. I'm All ready." Right. Were you ever? No, I was it. never into it. But I'm getting back into the idea of. of <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting back into the idea of treating my body with a modicum of dignity. Yeah, yeah. This is it, dude. I'm committing this right here. It. This first sixty degree day was all I needed to get right back in the swing of things. Right. Here's the thing: is like, as somebody who who recently almost got into a physical altercation. Now, in this instance, it would have been no problem. I would have, right. I would have dealt with this easy peasy, right? But not every situation I'm f I find myself in is going to be that cut and dry. And I realize now, as somebody who just turned 34, being loud and scrappy, it's not enough anymore. No. I got to get at least a little strong. <laughs> I have to get a little strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at this point, my body is, is turning against me, right? Yeah. It's all, I am on a decline now. Oh, I've been on sure. a decline for a little while Oh, now, absolutely. But I'm actively on a decline absolutely. now in a way that I can really notice. Your body will betray you in new ways almost every year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. From, from, from now to the end, it's just going to be a little worse with each passing So you year. better, you better hypertrophy as much as possible yeah that's exactly right. right yes yeah for sure so um i'm i am doubling down on my efforts to treat myself with some dignity some respect yeah and try to put my money where my mouth is and be at least a little bit fit well you're gonna need some pre-workout <laughs> i don't think i do i just i went in raw i did a little stretching yeah i started i fucking you know i was doing some skull crushers i was do, oh, yeah. doing some curls oh yeah Josh teach you how to how to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah, he was he was he was uh, he was checking my form and whatnot. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he was doing pretty good. Okay. I felt I felt confident. <laughs> I felt confident yeah, 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 that he yeah. wasn't he wasn't misdirecting me. Yeah. All right. You got anything this week? Not really. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's uh, been a standard fucking week for me. Standard week. I barely leave the house. Sure. Sounds perfect. Sounds good. Sounds healthy. <laughs> yeah.
We gotta, gotta get you out of the house, buddy. With the with the weather getting nice, we'll we'll go we'll go do we'll start hitting some flea markets and shit as soon as the weather breaks permanently. Yeah, I barely fucking leave the house. Okay. I went to the Jamaican place to get dinner the other night. Yeah, and uh, it was, uh, dude. <laughs> I walk in. There's at least a half dozen people standing around. Yeah, I figured they all ordered, so I just you know assume my fucking okay, fine. I walk right to the front of the line. Sure, right. Somebody says, hey, I don't think anybody's ordered. I was like, oh, for real? No. And then somebody goes up and dings the bell, and this dude pokes his head out from the back. Yeah. Fucking reeks of fucking weed when he opens the door, like okay. immediately. All right, cool. Right? Yeah. And this dude looks destroyed. <laughs> okay. And he just cool. he leans his sleepy head out yeah. and looks and lays like, hey, we're all out here waiting to order. And he just sort of like nods and slowly closes his eye and holds up his finger and then closes the door. <laughs> Okay. And then it's just, he's gone for like another fucking, at least fucking five or ten minutes. Yeah. And I just left. Yeah, I would too. There's That's no, like, there's no way, dude. Pretty much the only time I've left the house since the last time you and I spoke. Yo, if there's one thing I love in the world, it's witnessing like a lazy racial stereotype play out in real time yeah. perfectly like being the proprietor of a jamaican restaurant i know and just poking your head out stoned as fuck while 12 people just wait to order food is so like cartoonishly i know it's so cartoonishly on the nose that it's great you I, know? I, 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 like what am i supposed to fucking do too because it's the only joint in town sure yeah it's good. It's, it's the one in Waynedale. No, it's it's it moved. It's oh, yes, it's word, the same right. place. Okay, it sure, moved, sure, right? sure, It's in yeah. a gas station. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> gas station. You make it perfect, right? dude. Yeah, and it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. My dad loves that spot. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess when you're the only joint in town, you got the fucking you you you've cornered the market. You can be as high as you want. If you I, want Jamaican food, this is where you got to come. I don't come. know, man. We started leaving. Like, by the time I fucking left, the only people that were still there was the lady that said, hey, I don't think anybody's ordered. Maybe yet. he was just having a rough one, man. Maybe. You know? Maybe he was having a rough one, and he just needed to medicate. Maybe. I don't know. I can't guess what that Jamaican man was going through. So, it was a pizza it was, and then back home, and I haven't left since. All right. Cool. Right on, man. So. <laughs> cool stuff. All right. Let's get into the queue, then. Um, so, first up, we've got returning for the third week running, narrow arrow cody said he's just going to keep submitting this until either the dice land on it or he dies whichever one comes first uh then we have got don't don't tempt us <laughs> like we have the power oh yes oh yo uh, i'll throw this in after the queue actually um uh, next up we've got membrane with their subcutaneous ep this was sent in by adam band a uh, newish band i think out of uh, bellingham bellingham washington then we have got Lipstitch with Mood Swing. This is funny. This was sent in by Joey, who is, you know, he's had a, a bit of a rough track record. This is something that he said he saw live like five years ago and thought was straight up bad. He's revisited this. He saw a clip of it or heard a clip of it on Instagram and said, this is all right. And doesn't know if it, he still doesn't know if it's good, but it, he thinks it's much better. I'm going to tell you the artwork. Yeah, it looks like fucking dog it shit. It looks terrible. Absolutely. It looks like some fucking overproduced. I just love the idea of fucking hip bullshit. I love the idea of sending something in that like you have context for <laughs> yeah. its increased quality. I don't know if this is good. But you still don't even feel confident that it's good and you're sending it into a podcast 
right to, to what end <laughs> like right. to what end man like i don't under i don't understand if i were sending things into this podcast i would think to myself i should send in stuff that rips yeah but well, joey's just sending well, stuff in know, that he's like this i get it might be all right actually kind of i kind of like that because like you know we we're listening to new public accent yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and sex pill before we fucking and and like we know those rip. Yeah, they rip. Sure. If I see public acid show up, public access. If I see public acid show up in the lineup, I'm like, oh, come on, of course. That's of course, fucking, yeah, it's great. Sure, of course. Right. Whereas with this, with with lipstick. So I kind, I, I don't know. I gotta say, I kind of like, I kind of like just random. I do too, but I like at least the submitter to feel confident that it's good. But he's yeah, like, who, yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows? I don't know. I don't think yeah. it's great. Right. Okay. So he's just trying to cover his ass. Like, nah, I didn't really like that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you get, fucking asshole. He, he has, what are you fucking stupid? You like this bullshit? He has. He has plausible deniability. Yeah. Uh, next, we got schedule one with Crucible. This was sent in by Pete, who said they are a Canadian post punk band with, uh, you know, the general tenor of hardcore. So a thing that's been done a lot. But he said that this uh, this captured him. Then we have got Puka with Full Moon Carnage. This is on Moon Worshipper Records, which we featured a band from this label on the show the other day. And this is actually the drummer of Bibb's uh, solo project, mm -hmm. who also runs this label. Um, this was sent in by Ryan. Said it's good shit. Then we've got uh, the entire Kevlar Upper demo that just dropped. There were a couple songs available off of this, and I big upped it a few weeks ago. My buddy Spencer plays in this band. Uh, this demo's sick. It's out on Iron Lung. It was sent in by our homie John. It's a little bit of crossed out. Well, it's a lot of crossed out with a little bit of D-beat in it. It's good shit. Uh, then we have Diaphoron with uh, Diaphoron 1, Static from a Lost Vessel, band out of Connecticut. It was sent in by Jonathan, who runs the uh, the label that this is out on, Silver Hammer Sounds. He said it's the third release on their label. He figured he'd forward it our way and see what we thought of it. Then we have Secrets Meant to Be Kept with their self-titled debut uh, three-song EP. This was sent in by the band themselves, who described it as grimy, bluesy punk. Can I tell you something about me? You in, don't like bluesy? I don't like the blues at all, except for like Bayou Blues stuff. I like really roots Bayou Blues, like Mississippi Fred McDowell and shit like that. Like one guy with a guitar doing slide guitar, yeah. hyper minimal. And even then, I'm like... Some of that stuff I really like. Even then, I'm kind of like, I got, I got this for... A little bit, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing. A, I'm not doing a marathon session. No, but I can. I'm. I'm the kind of guy who will dip in on like, oh, whoa, this is like a crazy performance video from 1949 of this Bayou Blues guy, and it's pretty fucking sick, right? And I, maybe then I'll listen to a little Lead Belly for a while, and then I'm good after like 45 but minutes. I, but yeah, right. Like but any blues post like first wave Bayou roots blues. I straight up think it sucks. I do not like it at all. Like, I understand the appeal of it, I understand, and I certainly understand its historical importance, and I'm not taking anything away from it as a sort of uh, foundational component of, of the entirety of the modern right. rock canon, right? Right. So I appreciate its existence, but I straight up do not like listening to it no, at all. I don't. I don't like most of it. I mean, it's uh, just like whatever. Yeah. You know, like it just I, does I don't get nothing. It does nothing. For I don't me, get man. a fuck. I it just it, and it never has. It's always one of those things that I felt like it must be something with me because everybody seems to like this and like I know how important and foundational it is. But every time I give it a yeah. shot, I'm just like, this is nothing, dude. Yeah. This is nothing. So you don't like Stevie Ray Vaughan? No. Fabulous Thunderbirds? No. 
You know, I'm like none of that stuff. No. I don't even fucking know. I I, I care so little. BB King. BB King. No, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about it. I don't like the Chicago blues shit. Yeah. None of it does nothing for me. Wow, man. big surprise. Yeah. The guy that fucking goes bonkers for the shittiest fucking, <laughs> the shittiest fucking <laughs> low talent basement noise, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Doesn't actually really give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't give a fuck the, This just in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, in general, I feel pretty open-minded, and I, I can get into some, like, fairly obscure shit. And I like a whole lot of stuff that you might not imagine I would like. I like dance hall and dub and shit like that but the blues just miss me repeatedly and bluesy punk is almost always a no for me yeah we'll, we'll see if yeah, we, we'll, see. we'll see if we land on this uh then we've got gum scab with uh nl4y which i believe stands for no love for you i don't know no love for somebody I'm guessing featuring the band street power who i like quite a lot well there you go anytime i see hardcore featuring hardcore uh -huh. bands yeah i am out I'm not necessarily. Like, like, I'm not necessarily. This is, this is not something that we fucking need. Is guest feed? Like I've said, we we. I, I I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm I'm fine that it exists, but it's always one of those things where it's just like there's no need to. Who fucking? There's cares. no need to call any attention to this. Who cares, right? right? <laughs> like who fucking cares? Just have your friend come in and do a verse and don't say anything about or it. Or better yet, don't. I don't care if you feel so compelled to do that. If your friend wants to hop on a track, fine. I will say that I almost always say no when friends are like, hey, let me hop on a verse. I'm just like, I'm, no. good, I'm good, man. No. This is my band. If somebody asked me that, I'd be like, no, what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I have no, what, what's it going to do? What, how does that help me? How does it help you? Right. How does it elevate the end result? Right. I don't give a fuck. Shove it up your ass. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, but to be fair, I used to feel differently about it when I was a kid. So. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like the whole like bro helping out bros thing. It's yeah. like I don't give a fuck about any of that. Here's the thing. I'd watch a fucking boat sink with my best friend on it. <laughs> if I, if I, here's the thing. In the spirit of like if, if this is like if you're local, right, like – and your local homies are hopping on tracks or whatever, and you're all young, and you're putting on for your scene, uh, even though it doesn't really appeal to me, I'm like, all right, cool, man, that's that's cool. Because that was the spirit with which I did it when I was young, too. But as a grown man, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't, it. Give, I don't a give a fuck about a feature, man. This is not Slick Rick featuring Nas. Yes, right, right, right. You know like, what I mean? That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> These are not two masters of their craft like, no, on a track no together. One, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> right, and even, exactly. even, even if it was, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, if it sure. was like, you know, NL4Y featuring John Brannon, yeah. who fucking cares? Who cares, man? Who cares? Why do you want? I this is just a thing that evades me. This is this is autism because I'm just like, why do you want this? <laughs> like 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 because I do see like tracks where it's like featuring Dwid or who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? Does it make the song any better? Right. Like what are we doing here? Right. Who gives a shit? You paid that guy for that? Why'd you do that? You could have bought your girl a nice dinner or something, or just fucking done anything other than have. Like, you could have gone to putt putt with all your friends. Right. Why did you? Why did you do who this? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a rat's ass? And then you brag about it like I give a fuck? Yeah, who fucking cares, man? This is a not elevating the product. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I get it if it's your homies, but yeah, for the people who are like featuring Dwight, featuring John. Dude, Brandon, I don't care. Fucking... I don't care if it was like fucking George Fisher's. Like, hey, let me do a. I'd be like, no, fuck off. Yeah, no, this is my bit. Start your own band, bitch. Talking about, dude. yeah, for sure. 
<laughs> Agreed, dude. Agreed. All right. And last up in the queue, we've got Hard Count with their promo 23. This is a new band of Young Bloods out of Detroit. It was sent in by Brian. I think this is all teens uh, who recently got into the scene and started evidently a few bands. This is just one of the, of the bands that, th that these guys started. Brian said that he hears some crust in this, which makes sense uh, because the kids are all big fans of dystopia and shit like that, but that there's also like a little cold as life in here and mm. stuff too. So um, the thing I was going to say before we roll the dice is that I, I made a last minute note of this because it, it occurred to me, I had gotten a message from listener Kyle who, uh, he supports us fully on our Freemason, our Freemasonry journey. Sure. I guess he's been in for 11 years. Oh, damn. He's been in for 11 years, and he was like, yo, look, I get that Freemasonry, particularly in 2024, can feel a little antiquated. It can feel a little corny. However, it has been pretty helpful for me in terms of just being like a grounding force, you know, in my life, kind of having just a spot to go to. Um, and additionally, you do get a sick free venue to you. That's that's it. Like yeah. I don't really give a fuck nah, about going either. and like you know looking for some old man to fucking pat me on the nah, back and tell me all. things are gonna be okay. Nah. I don't give a fuck because I know it's not gonna right, be yeah, okay. Yeah, that doesn't appeal to me at all. Right. Yeah. But having a sick free venue, well, yeah. whatever I gotta do for the dude to do whatever I gotta do. Right. Yeah. However much fucking blood I you have gotta to you gotta volunteer and shit. You know what I mean? You gotta do the fundraisers and shit. Oh, fuck, I'm out. See, dude. that's the thing. So, I'm fucking out, dude. If if they if they expect me to sell some fucking they bullshit, do. no, I'm fucking they do. Out. See, so so that's where I'm at with it too. Because I was thinking about it pretty hard after our last recording session, and to the extent that I went online and I watched some videos and stuff, and there was one guy who was like, "What? Why I la why I lapsed in my Freemasonry, right?" And his whole video was basically like, you know, you get into this with the idea that you're joining some sort of esoteric sect and you, you have certain ideas about what is going on behind closed doors. And even if you're aware of the fact that it's not really a secret society anymore, you still just have a general expectation of like decorum and all of these things. And yeah. then the first time you go to the lodge, it's just a bunch of old guys farting and eating ham sandwiches and telling crude jokes. I'm okay with the ham I'm, sandwiches. And sure, jokes. I'm fine with that too, but he's like, and then, you know, you're just, you're having meetings every week and they're always just like fundraiser meetings to plan another fundraiser oh, for the lodge. For the, for the for lodge, lodge or do they shit. give the funds away? Uh, they sometimes they I mean they do charity charity and stuff like that too but you also do you have to do a bunch of fundraising for the lot well here here we are Masonic find find information about the Freemasons yeah ten effective fundraising ideas for Masonic lodges right okay it just seems like silent auctions <laughs> fine sure, sure that's fine that's pretty low I'll go impact. stand around no one says a fucking word they just write their name on a piece of paper I'm just saying though like from what I can tell it seems like what's required or asked of you in return for your membership is maybe more than I would actually want to put forth. Well, I mean, maybe. But I think it's still for the venue. <laughs> for the venue, it's not it, bad. It, it might not be bad, but like it's not bad. car washes. Uh-huh. No. I'm not doing a car wash. No, nobody wants me to wash their fucking car. No, come on, dude. dude yeah, no one fucking want. No one wants to pull up and see soaking wet me. No, no, no. Standing no, there in shorts and a fucking yeah. t-shirt waiting to wash their car. No, no, fuck you. No. Charity walks. 
All right, fine. sure, that's fine. That's easy enough. Ask for donations. No, I'll just kick in my own money. I'm not asking anybody. No, that's the thing. Is there's no way I'm asking someone to donate to there's the There's no way that that's happening, right? Of course not. Raffles. Okay, fine. Donate some shit, right? Sure. I, what, what, what do you want? I got fucking, I don't know. I got, I got a fucking... I got I got a fucking VHS of the crippled master. I got I got this life's halt seven inch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? if anyone wants it, sure. Because I know it's not going to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then I get it back. But I I participated in the fundraiser. Right. I did it. Bake sales. All right. I make some fucking sure. Whatever. I guess. Yeah. All right. Community yard sale. Nah. I could do a community yard sale. Golf tournament. I can't golf. Mini golf tournament. Yeah, maybe. Spaghetti dinner. Dude, that's the classic, dude. The spaghetti classic. dinner is the fucking classic. Or the fish fry. Yeah, yeah, I've you done know? those before. Pancake yeah. breakfast. All sure. right. Online fundraising. Think not. No. Social media. Doubt it. Go fund me for the for the lodge is a funny idea, though. Yeah. So I don't know, man. But like, it just seems like it seems like it, it it's a good idea on it on its face, and then as busy as I am, ha- having an additional thing thrown into the mix. That I don't really give a fuck about. It, it, just to get the free venue out of it seems like uh, a, it still might be worth. It. I don't know that it, it is. still might be worth, it, especially if there's other, other fucking connects. Plus, I guess there's got to be a point where you don't have to do the fundraisers anymore. They're I don't like, think so, man. They're like, they're like now nah, we're done. I don't think there is, man. I think that's just like I think that's just part of it for the duration of your membership. I think that just is a never-ending cycle, particularly from what I've heard from some gentlemen who have spoken about it. So I don't it know. It still might be worth investigating, but the moment that I actually have to talk to people about money, mm-hmm. no. I'll talk to my pops about it and see I what want he has all, to say. I want all the benefits. Yeah, with none of, of the responsibility. literally none of the contribution. Of course. That's what I want out of every none situation. Of the, none of the participation. Yeah, that's what I want out of everything in life, I know. right? And it just simply doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Well, so we, I, I found a way to make it work a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I also have found a way to make like, it work I a lot. I found a way to make that sure. work yeah, on no, a lot of different levels in my no life. No doubt. I mean, there has been so. – I have had a remarkable success rate with that. There's got to be a way. There's yeah. got to be a way to, to get that with the major Sure, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk to my pops about it when we go up to uh, – to Detroit in a couple weeks and just see what it's all about, and I'll, I'll feel them out on it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice because we have been we've been talking about nonsense for a long time. All right, what else is new? Yeah, two. All right, two is uh, membrane with subcutaneous. They're uh, let's see, not debut EP. It looks like well, yeah, debut EP. Their demo came out in May of 2023, and this just dropped this month. This was the one sent in by our buddy Adam. It looks like some. I mean, it's laid out like a classic. Crass Records, Anarcho thing. It looks like a Crass record or a Zounds record right. or Rudimentary Peni or Flux of Pink Indians or something of that nature. So, uh, and let's see, the tags say, sure, punk, cross, DB, hardcore. So I'm guessing that this is maybe a little bit, maybe not straight down the peace punk route, but like probably at least in at the very least in the crust lane. So uh, no particular song recommended, and they have the second one queued up. So we're going to listen to Chain Breaker by Membrane off of Subcutaneous.
That was Chain Breaker by Membrane off of their subcutaneous EP. How'd you feel about that? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty, uh, it was, it was uh, I guess, thrashier and a bit stompier. I guess I was locked in the concept that this was going to be D-beat. Yeah, same. Uh, definitely fucking like thrashy, dirgy, stompy sort of crust. Yeah. Um, but I didn't hear a lot of D-beat in there, that no. song anyway. But nevertheless, pretty good. Yeah. The vocals caught me off guard. Um, just sort of like growls from the bottom of a fucking well. Sure. Right? Yeah. There um, were a lot of choices on this that didn't didn't feel obvious based on what I was presented here on the surface. No, 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 no. So, yeah, I like this. I like um, there was some good riffs in there. Sure. Some good catchy parts. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Adam, Adam presented this even as like ripping D-beat crust. And, again, and he said actually in the email, I checked it, he was like, yeah, second track is a good place to, st- to start because the first one is essentially just uh, a long intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, at least in that track, there was essentially no D-beat whatsoever. The cru- and even the crusty components of this felt very roots crust. You know, mm-hmm. it felt very... Amoebics, yeah, for sure, right? for sure. I mean, there is some straight up like nods to Hellhammer in the back half of that song yeah, too. It's like heavy metal crust yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Which I thought was pretty good, but again, just like there was a certain, um, there was a disparity between the presentation and the description and what I ended up hearing. So it took me a minute to settle into it and be like, okay, yeah, this is pretty good, despite the fact that it is defying most of my expectations for what it was actually going to sound like. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, I, w- I, I would listen to the rest of this for sure. I will listen to the rest of it. Yeah, I, I may. I may if I find the time. I, the only thing I don't like is if 4 minutes and 42 is a long-ass intro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, for sure, because if that's truly an intro, 442 is a crazy it, amount it, if of there's, intro. If there's one thing that I think Crust could excise from its, yeah. its corpus, agree. it is the, the, the long intros. I would agree entirely. Stop it. For sure. Sometimes, like... When people are doing not just genre exercise, but let's just say they're deeply into a genre, it's difficult for you to see inside, when you're deep inside it, it's difficult for you to see the stuff that you're preserving just for the sake of preserving and the stuff about the genre that's actually fucking cool. Yeah. Right? Like, you just are rocking with a thing for the sake of the fact that it's part of a long tradition. Dude, nothing. When in fact, like, it could just be. When I see, when I see, like, fucking patched up, fucking black-wearing dread mullet motherfuckers standing around looking at the floor while they're droning out some long intro, and it's just a fucking total eye roll. Yeah, no Just get to it. Yeah, I've seen more than enough of that. Knock it off. What you're doing isn't that fucking important. No, for sure. Let's just, let's just get to the riffs, partner. Yeah. Uh, but that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right. What's uh, what's next? Uh, four. All right. Four is Puka with Full Moon Carnage. This is out on Moon Worshiper refer- Records. Uh, this is, I believe his name is Billy, I think. He plays drums in Bib. Let me uh, double check to make sure no songs were recommended. No. Nope. No particular tracks. So uh, we'll just go with... Uh, what the individual in question thinks we should start with, which is the first track. So we're going to listen to Lightning Bolts of Archaic Summonings by Puko off of Full Moon Carnage.
All right, we just heard lightning bolts of archaic summonings by Puka off of Full Moon Carnage. How'd you feel about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Agree. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, if, here's the thing. I I haven't... What did we think about the... What was the last Moon Worshipper release we had on here? Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can... I can see. I'm not sure if it's something that we actually We listened, listened to something. Did we actually listen to yes. it? Yeah, we may have. Um... Man, I can't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, which means that it may not have uh, <laughs> may not have really stuck with me. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head which one we listened to. Was it the Reeking Nightshade stuff? I th- it might have been. Yeah, it may have been the Reeking Nightshade stuff. Um, that seems the most familiar to me. I will say to me. So this is another one where part of it is is, is expectation because a I really like the artwork. I think the artwork is sick, um, but b it was described to me as black metal punk, right? And nah, yeah. this is this is. Listen, I, I understand this is not the most generous description of this. And Billy, if you're hearing this, my bad, homie. I, I really like Bib, so you know, take so that take what, that for what it's worth. What else is new? Take that for what it's worth. Um, but this just felt like bootleg grindstone records. Yeah, kind of see, stuff, that's what I know? was gonna say. Like, I don't know. I I I guess I should dig in a little deeper on Moon Worshipper and see what they're all about. But I was not really anticipating full-on Grimestone. Yeah. And I think maybe that was it, as my expectation was different. Nevertheless, this wasn't quirky enough to really, like, charm me with the dungeon synth and the goof. I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it did not fucking rip at all. That's the problem, right? <laughs> it, it just, it sat really uncomfortably between two extremes where it's like. Well, I mean, it, it, it tiptoed up to a line with one extreme where it was like, this was almost, you know, as fucking like, as quirky and charming and inventive as like, you know, fucking. Um, um, old Nick. Old Nick. Right. Right. Or, or like, you know, Curtain Wall. Sure. But. Like the, actually, this was much more like with the vocals. I mean, th- this reminded me a lot more of Curtain Wall. Yeah, very much. But so. like, it didn't fully like land the bit. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And th- like, absolutely, at least that song, absolutely no part of that song fucking ripped. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying is like you you kind of have the worst of both worlds here, in my opinion, unfortunately. And like that old Nick stuff too is deeply absurd. It's also overtly funny, right? Yeah. Like the, just the song titles alone of old right. Nick shit, or like the record titles and the album art. Yeah, it's all very funny. And then the songs, on top of being funny and quirky and strange, are also just fucking good. Right, right? they're just really good. And this was kind of middling in execution all around. As you said, it didn't really rip. Well, and I don't even know if the goal was to rip, but just looking at the artwork, I yeah. was I was expecting this to fucking rip. Well, and <laughs> looking at like the names of the of the songs on here, it definitely seems like it's going for that, right? Like um like wepo- weaponized megafauna or of great age and extraordinarily long periods of time or a song merely called Northern Pike named mm-hmm. after the fish. I'm guessing because there's also an orca. Right. Like, so, so I don't, so I don't know. It, it feels as if this is trying to be funny and of the grimestone variety. Yeah. But it just, like I said, it doesn't really land that and it also doesn't rip. So it just kind of sits in this uncomfortable middle yeah. space. I'm, I mean, maybe another track on here lands it a little yeah, better. Yeah, maybe. Because this goes straight into Titanic Battle. 
titles. But that is also the opening track. It is also so the opening track. If that's your thesis, right? If that's your opening volley, if that's what you're using to hook people, it didn't do the job for me, right? Yeah, there, there's like a reaction. I, I don't know. It's like... It's kind of hitting me the same way that that you saw like a reaction to the masculinity of like hardcore, mm-hmm. right? In the nineties, in the nineties right. and stuff, with with god awful fucking second wave emo and stuff. Sure, um, we di- we we diverge on our opinions on that massively. But yes, right? yes, but that but your point's taken nonetheless, yeah. right? And, and like I feel like there's this whole sort of like reaction there too to like. Just the abs- like the absurd, wicked, like self-professed wickedness, sure, but albeit rippingness, right, of like a lot of black metal, yes, with just like you know putting goofy fangs on and like playing silly dungeon synth stuff, but right. like that's fine. As but I don't, I don't know, this didn't this didn't stick the bit, and uh, I don't think it really fucking. I, I don't even think it was actually trying to fucking rip in any way. Yeah, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna winkingly lampoon black metal while at the same time paying genuine sort of earnest homage to it. The thing about it is it has to be really fucking good. Right. And, uh, and this just didn't rise to the occasion. I didn't think so. Um, all right. What's next? Five. All right. Five is uh diaphoron with diaphoron one static from a lost vessel. From Glastonbury, Connecticut. Um, this is uh, this is one that I think was sent in. Uh, yeah, this is the one that was sent in by the guy who runs the label that put this out. So God, Silverhammer Sounds. Damn. Uh, yeah, there's some. Holy fuck! Yeah, holy shit! There are some long, long fucking songs on this. Um, the shortest one is seven minutes and fifty two. Oh seconds. my god! Well, this is described as three piece blackened doom, right? I, yo, I, I, we have said this on the show before, but I think it's been a really long time. Yo, stop using blackened as a description for a genre. Blackened applies to tilapia. And catfish. And catfish. Asian cooking. <laughs> right. It is not. Do not call shit blackened. It is so fucking stupid. I don't know when it started. It's been going on for at least 25 years now. Yeah. And it's it sucked the whole time. Every time every time I hear the word blackened, yeah. all I can think of is like an like like a general sort of like member of goat whore holding a PBR. <laughs> yes, for sure. That's exactly right. And I don't like it. I don't like that image. Right. I don't want it. It like repels they're, they're me. eating fucking popcorn shrimp. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're, they're, they're like at some fucking barbecue blues genre where they're playing that night in yeah, fucking yeah, Memphis. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're eating popcorn shrimp and drinking a PBR. And yeah. they're going to go up and play their blackened. <laughs> Right, they're blackened th- death thrash. Yeah, man, I just I can't I cannot ride with that. So listen, I I understand that the first song is queued up to play, but even if it's just a three minute difference, three minutes when when the vast majority of the songs that we have on this show are about a minute and a half, three minutes is a long fucking time. So. Dude, eleven minutes and four seconds. You're just you're that's at, on the average on the average week. Yeah. That might be the the yeah. entirety of music yes. <laughs> ever listening and, to. And, and listen, if if this is on twenty bucks spin or something, <laughs> yeah. I might be like, okay, well, I'm given the benefit of the doubt here. Right. 
dude. Sight, to ask 11 minutes of me up top, sight unseen, yo, is crazy, yo, dude. This show, this show has the pacing of like a fucking NFL game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When we dude. listen yeah, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like short blasts of what people really want to hear, right, right? And then it's the commentators just and all the commercials and shit like that <laughs> in between. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right. So let's listen to Pilgrimage because it's the shortest one and it's still damn near eight minutes long. Yo, dear listener, I'm sorry if if this isn't your if what what we're about to hear may fucking rip, right? Full full disclosure. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to judge a book by its cover here, but I'm just saying if this isn't your thing, feel free, skip ahead. Um so we are about to listen to Pilgrimage by Diaphoron off of Diaphoron One Static from a Lost Vessel.
All right, we just heard Pilgrimage by Diaphoron off of Diaphoron 1, Static from a Lost Vessel. Uh, this just came out on February 23rd of this year. So as of the time of recording this episode, three days ago, as of the time, as of, the time of uh, publishing this episode, four days previously, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. not even a week old. Um, I'll say this. We heard seven minutes and 52 seconds Mm -hmm. of music. It was the second track on this four-song release. I appreciate the lofty goals, right? I appreciate setting forth with a big idea and saying, you know what? We're coming out the gate with Diaphoron 1, Static from a Lost Vessel. This is conceptual. We're opening up a record with an 11-minute song. The next track is 8 minutes, and that's the shortest song on the fucking record. Fuck you. And and we don't even hit a doom riff until 6 minutes and 40 seconds into the song. (sighs) Right, so this is what I'm going to say about that. As much as I appreciate that pioneering spirit on paper, in actuality, in reality... You didn't earn that seven minutes and 52 seconds of runtime. Oh, dude. Not like, even close. When this started, I, I, I went, fuck. Yeah, me too. And like, because you had 11 fucking minutes to do that. Right, because my, my like, contention was like, okay, well, this better be, you know, 30 seconds of yeah, like, establishing but, the mood but, and then you're ripping. And hey, you were like, well, well, yo, they had 11 minutes to establish right, the right. mood prior to right because it's four it's four tracks right right and all told 11 21 30 it's like 30 it's probably 38 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. thereabouts right right so you just you could spend 11 minutes just building mood and then just flatten us right exactly because at around 640 when it finally hit a doom part I was like okay sure I wouldn't mind listening to that for five or six minutes and just sure. make that bigger and meaner and louder right yeah right like I don't, but the journey to get to that point, yeah, fuck, yeah. Like, I, look, I don't, I don't mind a long song, right? No, one neither. of my favorite Doom songs is damn near a half hour long, sure, right? It's it's the fucking he who accepts all that is offered by Teeth Alliance, right? Yeah, right. It's twenty nine minutes, twenty nine minutes and like thirty seconds. Right. It takes for fucking ever, and I've said it before though. It just rolls over you like a, like a world ending storm and sure. crushes you. Right, right yeah. it takes about seven minutes, eight nine minutes for it to really like lay into you, and then it just pummels you for like fifteen minutes, and then it rolls away. Right, right, and like I don't mind a, a long doom song, but like give me some fucking doom. This is a lot of ambient. Yeah, it's more ambient than doom. Like you know, there's like black metal, doom, death metal, funeral doom, all of these things in the tags. And then there's post-rock right at the very end, like they're being sneaky. Yeah. But this is a lot more post-rock than and it like, is, like, too, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, maybe it's because I'm an immature asshole, but, like, I just don't fucking care about art. I don't fucking <laughs> care. I Listen, I can, I can be receptive to art, but it just also has to rip or crush. You know what I mean? But, 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 but that's what I mean. It's like, I, I, I drives me nuts when like, well, this is mature. Right, you know right, what sure, I mean? Sure, like, sure, but, sure, but yeah, like, yeah. like, yo, just fucking flatten me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't understand why you can't achieve both of those things. Look, I know, but, like, I, like, I, I know you guys got the soft text. And I know you guys got the big fucking ampegs, and I know you got the sun amps. 
Use them. Put them to good use. Right. right? You right. know what I mean? Right. If you're going to have all that sick-ass vintage gear, you're going to have all your green amps and your orange amps, crush me, man. Yeah. And, yeah, so I thought there were some decent riffs in here for sure. The vocals were not compelling to me at all. No. I thought they were straight up bad, actually, if I'm being fully transparent here. I think I think it was a lot of fucking effects. It was a lot compromise of compromise for... Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, I yeah. don't know about that, man. Maybe put some fucking balls behind those vocals. Because to me, like, I get that I think those were aiming it at more classic black metal vocals, but it wasn't landing no. land there. To be fully frank, I just think that the goals were loftier than, like, the vision was bigger than the, the, execution. the, the ability, yeah, right? The, like, execution. the execution. I, I just I just don't think you guys are ready for 11-minute tracks yet. Man. Nobody's nobody's fucking ready for 11. Like, it, it, I don't know. Like, the thing is, we're making a lot of assumptions, but honestly, after that, I'm, I here's what I might do. Yeah. Listen to the other songs. I doubt it. I doubt it. But skip ahead. 30 yeah, seconds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Find out right, where it sure. fucking goes right. and then back up. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Because, like, I just don't, like, what am what, what, what the fuck am I supposed to fucking feel here? Yeah. Right? I, I, like, I, like the, the emptiness and the vastness of fucking desolation. I don't know, man. I think that that can be accomplished while at the same time fucking crushing my eardrums exactly. the whole time. Exactly, man. For sure. I, I Listen. Despite what you may feel, or or all appearances to the contrary, and I think we've proven ourselves on this front over the course of many many episodes. But if you're a new listener, you know Nay and I are not just out here listening to negative effects, right? Like both of us are on board. We also for, listen to the fix. That's right. We also listen to the fix and necros and negative approach that's right. and government warning. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's no, right. No, listen. We're both down for a doom journey. You know, I, there's plenty of fucking. I've got loads of doom, doom records. Yeah, I I straight up full on like doom. It just has to crush. I th- there's no situation where the only situation where I can figure. Yeah, like this is coming out of somebody's speakers. Mm-hmm. The house also smells like fucking herbal products and burning incense. Yeah, there's there's like a fucking lotus flower tapestry on the wall of some stinky girl's bedroom. Yeah. You know, just no thanks, man. No, this is like no. I said, this is unfortunately a lot more fucking get to the fucking This is a lot more post rock than it is doom and uh and furthermore, if you're gonna do the ambient, heavy, quiet, loud thing, there has to be be more dynamism. Than yeah, dude, this just here. fucking groans along. Yeah, there's just there's right? no dynamism here. It's, it just groans along. This and doesn't hit the this, do, this doesn't hit the extremes that you would want in terms of juxtaposition. Because it just it just makes me extremely bored. It makes me it makes me want to go sippy tick well nap nap. Yeah, so, it just makes me fucking extremely bored. It makes me want to lay my little head upon my therapeutic pillow and throw on a, a nice YouTube video and fall asleep. It makes me just want to turn it the fuck off. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. I appreciate your pioneering spirit in both the concept of the record and in wanting to send this for some reason to yeah. two fucking morons like now, ourselves here's but the thing just drop the act and play something cool <laughs> there you go there you go buddy that's problem solved drop the act and play something cool all right what's next you're clicking again i'm not clicking you're clicking i see it in your hand you lying son of a bitch hey i got some good news for you well it's not really good news it's just a it's a complimentary uh my buddy my buddy jim from chicago 
shot me a text and uh and said that I guess he's recently gotten in a group chat because he's doing like a some music league thing with uh a bunch of like older Boston hardcore dudes, like all the guys in like waste management yeah. and rampage and stuff. And I guess they all listen to the podcast and uh they think you're the funniest man alive. Okay, there you go. So there you go. Just right. to lift your spirits after you that go. eight minute slow. Oh boy. Pulled <laughs> me right out of my <laughs> funk. Yeah, I thought it might. <laughs> All right, uh, this is, uh, what are we looking at? Oh, we finally landed on it. This is one. All right, cool. Listen, uh, by his own admission, right, his own admission when he did this, when he sent this in three three weeks ago, Cody doesn't think that we're going to like this. So it's kind of a bummer that we're following up something that we definitely didn't like with something else that we're probably not going to like. We're just listening to the Narrow Arrow track? Yeah, we're just listening to the Narrow Arrow There's track. There's a couple the, of the, them. The first one. So Wait. What? Oh, okay. Well, track seven. Yeah, track seven. Yeah. So we're gonna listen to uh, to Ryan Knows Harris by Narrow Arrow. This is off of their split with uh, a bunch of other bands, more friends than fans. <laughs>
Ostensibly, this is a show about hardcore punk, metal, and adjacent things. Yeah, right. How is this even adjacent? We haven't fucking heard something this out of fucking line. And this is out of fucking line. (laughs) This is, is, you are out of order. This is 100% out of line. We haven't heard something this fucking out of line since that, fuck, like years ago, that band that made, that wrote songs for like fucking mall grannies. Remember that? Oh, Bonnie and the Mere Mortals. Yes. No, not Bonnie and the Mere Mortals, but it was in that era when people would just send us random bullshit because they had no idea what the fuck this show was about. Right. And we would get random fucking horse shit like this. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And there was one band that just... Straight up sounded like fucking mall music yes. that you would just fuck grannies in the shit or two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forget. I forget who that was. But yeah, I, I recall. Listen, yo, Cody. Knock it off. Cody, you uh, you are braver than the United States Marines for sending this shit to You're this braver show, than dude. the United States Marines for fucking even putting this, <laughs> like, even putting this idea, like, into a recording. This is crazy. Um, So... Yo, Cody seems like an, a nice a nice person. Uh, Cody seems to know. I'm sure he is. He writes a fucking nice, pretty song. <laughs> I want nothing to fucking do with. I'm so sorry, Diaphanon, for on for what we fucking said. Please give me thirty more minutes of your boring fucking bullshit as opposed to this. So, so I mean, presumably Cody listens to the show. You know what I mean. This is not even adjacent to punk music. This is barely adjacent, in my opinion, at this point in 2024, to even, like, alternative Yo, music. Because what is this an alternative I don't, to? I, I, I don't even understand the fucking creative spirit, the muse that fucking brings this up. You must have been possessed by some fucking shit demon. <laughs> So like, like, I, sometimes I think about it. I used to think about, like, if I was going to off myself, right. where would I fucking do it, right? Sure, yeah. No, 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 like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Right, of you course. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out with some fucking gusto. It's going to be the narrow air show. I'm going to kill <laughs> everybody there first. So, so, guys, if you see me walk through the door, if you see me, if you see me walk through the fucking door... Put up a picture, like, before you guys play, have you seen this man? If you see me walk through the door, get the fuck out. <laughs> she fucking run for the hills. Because there's no other reason that Nate would be at that show. So, yo, um, what I'm going to say about this is that, yeah, I like, I like some stuff that I'm sure, 
I like some really, really soft, lame shit. I mean, I, I like, I like some emo that is pretty objectionable, like second wave, you know, uh, Midwest twinkly emo. I like soft stuff with Matthew guitar parts. I like American football. I like cap and jazz. I like some soft shit, right? Not, me. Not you, right? But but the reason I'm saying this is to illustrate. The, the gravity of the situation here, right? Because I like some soft stuff. I even like soft singer-songwriter shit. Some, not much. But I love Elliot Smith. I, fuck, man. I even like Jeff Buckley. But this is like Bonnie Vare meets the worst components of noodly tapping emo stuff. Dude. Like, describing this as math rock to me, first of all, any math rock post the inception of the genre like we're talking about anything post polvo anything post don caballero i'm not i'm not writing for it full stop period i'm not into it so any sort of math rock that is heavily relying upon capos and tapping and shit i'm already like way the fuck out the door on that and have been for most of my life um but combining this with the sort of uh tender sweetness of like a, a Bon Iver style singer songwriter or like a fucking Sufjan Stevens or something created what for me, and I'm sorry to say this, Cody, for me is some of the most <laughs> repellent music that I have had the displeasure of hearing on this show yeah. in literal years. I, in, within seconds, I wanted to rip my fucking ears off. And I have made acoustic music. Now, I'm not fucking saying. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not saying that I did a good job. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Ju I'm just. Again, I'm illustrating the point here is that I have gone to the depths of of pussydom, right? I've gone to the depths, and on occasion, I still revisit there. I released a slowcore record three, four years ago, right? I I bought a codeine record yesterday. I like soft shit, and this still. God. repulses me. Damn it. I want to stand astride their corpses, shining and fucking <laughs> terrible with bloody steel. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry that you sent this to this show, Cody. I don't know what could have possessed you to do so. I, I guess I guess the thought was, because Cody did fully acknowledge, like, hey, you're, you're probably not going to like this. First of all, buddy, there ain't no probably about it. But <laughs> I, I can't, I guess I would imagine the logic is someone in your listenership will like this. Here's the thing, man. If you listen to our show, if you've listened to one episode of our show where where Nate speaks like he just spoke, where I'm where I'm out here saying truly unhinged lunatic shit week after week, where we're telling people to flip their vans and quit quit their bands. I guess what's the logic there in that like can you do you imagine that our listenership are well-adjusted people with open minds? Because I don't think we're, they are. We're not. We're not. And I we're don't not. imagine that most people who listen to our show are. Not once in my entire life have I ever felt the way the, you must have felt when you wrote this song. Yeah. Not once in my entire life. I have felt probably a lot closer to it than Nate. But if I did, it was a long time ago. And it still wasn't quite this. Here, here's the thing. We, did, we did, weren't paying attention. Yeah, what were what were we paying attention we to? We weren't paying attention to this picture and what's going on with eight strings. Oh, holy shit! That is a, a lot of strings on that guitar. And, a, and, and then a, there's a capo, capo right? and a guitar on a fucking stand. Yeah, with like a slide. Lots of tapping going on. Yeah, vox amp. Right. I mean, hey, man, the play, cleanest of the clean tones. Play, play your fucking, play your fucking music. I guess. But Bad shoes. Do 
like I said, keep that fucking head on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, Cody, yo, uh, shout out to you for fucking ha- having the the wherewithal and the courage to send this to this show. I, I genuinely, I, I don't know what possessed you to do so, but God bless you. <laughs> God speed to you. I'm sure that you've already experienced far more success with your music than Nate and I uh, will ever or have ever or would ever aspire to, frankly. frankly, but With anything. Or with anything, right? So right. God bless you. You know, I hope that you're doing well out here. But if you see Nate walk through the door of one of your shows, evacuate the building. Right. Right. And I can't stop him, nor do I want to. It's... Oh my god, dude! Honestly, yeah. Between the last band and this, yeah, that was eleven minutes of the most, some of the most fucking boring, and then compounded by repellent sounds I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, that's we really need a course correction here, please, for the love of God, please, 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 give me something ripping, please. please. Oh, please, <laughs> three. All right. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, holy God. Thank you so much. Kevlar Upper to the fucking rescue, man. I already listened right, to this So demo. here's the thing. Guys, yeah. listen. If you're out there making art, if you're out there making fucking songs for people that... I, I, don't, I don't even know who the fuck would listen to that. I, I really, Not people who commiserate with us. Okay. Straight up. Straight up. Listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. Both Nate and I, fairly approachable, surprisingly nice people in person, I will say. That said, no one who actually likes that music, like as a, as a, a central component of their listening diet, of their consumption diet, as a central component of their personality or how they project to the outside world, not a single person who listens to that kind of music would find Nate and I even remotely approachable, kind, acceptable people. Right? Well, but but like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, yeah. Like here's the thing: what you're about to hear, mm-hmm. I assume, yes, we're gonna go nuts for. Sure. At least because, like, it's a palate cleanser, right? Yeah, yeah, It's the yeah. best thing I've ever fucking had. Right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so listen. If you want to send us something, uh-huh. like Narrow Arrow, uh-huh. keep in mind that this is what the inside of my head sounds like all the fucking time. <laughs> sure. So with that, let's listen to the fifth song on here just because that's what John, John wanted us to listen to. So we're going to listen to No Restraint by Kevlar Upper off of their demo. <laughs> Cody likes to write words like, I'm so eager to talk to you. 
so eager for you to get better. And the type of words that I like to consume are, you're just a stain for me to scrape. Exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. That's a good line. <laughs> yeah. I know, that stuck out. Right? Right? Right, yeah. so, so we couldn't be farther from the fucking right. target audience for the previous uh, entry, right? But right. This, this is sick. I already listened to this whole demo. I think it's really good. I big up to the couple tracks off of it that I had heard a few weeks ago when there were just a couple songs available off of it. I, I was already confident uh the, the strength of this demo just based on the like the two lead quote-unquote singles the lead singles yeah. i think iron lung obviously they curate shit that they like even though there's not necessarily a consistent sound from release to release on iron lung you can at least rely on the fact that they're picking shit that is in a general wheelhouse right that is reliably good at what it does right right, right. it's usually lo-fi it's grimy it's fucking mean it's fast it's heavy right you know yeah this is sick yeah like I said, Spencer has been in various good bands previously. I would not expect him to ever be in a shitty band, no, quite frankly. He's just a dude with good taste. They're not trying to fucking rewrite the the wheel with this. Just scratch yeah. that caveman inch. That's yeah. always fucking there. For sure. Uh, the Hitting the hitting the, uh, the crossed out fucking mosh part at the end, excellent. Right. Right. I just listened to the crossed out seven inch last night. Um, I was I, I've been revisiting crossed out fucking infest man pig a bunch of stuff sure. this week anyway so I'm already in the mood for this kind of shit fucking rules yeah but there's literally nothing else to say about it's it nice it's short it's fast it's nice it's to hear something fire. that I like for once <laughs> for once for once in this fucking life man. Right. <laughs> right finally some good fucking music <laughs> right. so we do have a few messages to go to to listen to and we've gone pretty long but let's let's give the dice at least one more chance to favor us how many we got left five we got five left yeah two all right two is uh schedule one with crucible this is the uh post-punk band that pete sent our way from vancouver british columbia just one song available off of this the whole record comes out on april 10th so we're going to listen to uh the title track we're going to listen to crucible off the upcoming lp of the same name by the band schedule one
right. That was Crucible off the upcoming record of the same name by Schedule One from Vancouver. Um, yeah, we've had a whole night of people being wrong because Pete, when he emailed us this, said that it's post-punk, but it has what he interpreted as like the the tempo and approach, et cetera, of hardcore. And I didn't hear no. that at all. This was actually very high sheen post. There, there was me. a lot of fucking, there was almost too much shine in this for me. I, I would agree. This sounded to me, I, 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 this sounded like something coming out in 1998 on rev. <laughs> yeah. There is some of that in there. Sure. Which I think is incidental and accidental, but I, I see what you're saying. So to me, this is like, it's interesting because there is a lot of high sheen, high production, I wouldn't even say post, I mean, post-punk kind of, but more new wave than anything, like original early to mid-80s stuff in this vein that I like a lot. Like, mm -hmm. I really like the modern English record, and that is a high production value record. Sure. Um, I like the Chameleons, which are pretty high production value, but A, those bands are British, which helps a lot, I think. Just having a British accent really goes a long way with this kind of stuff. But B, for whatever reason, there's just a, a weird disconnect for me uh, between those original like post-punk, post-punk influenced new wave bands and a lot of the like pop-leaning, high-sheen, high-production quality post-punk shit that I've heard that's come out over the last five years. Like, it, there's nothing repellent about this to me. I thought it was well-produced. It was pretty well-performed. And it's not a million miles away from something like Homefront, but it just doesn't hit the well, same. Well, that's way. that. That's exactly that's exactly what I was going to say. Is like the most immediate comparison because they're Canadian, True. and also because the singer has a Homefront shirt on in the picture. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. So the you know when you're thinking of like a contemporary band, you'd be like, okay, what obviously is Homefront? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this 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 towed up to. There's just a little bit too much of an emo tinge in this for me. Sure. And a little bit too much shine for me to really fucking ride with this. I don't know that it's emo. I think it's I think it's pop. Yeah. I think what like you're a, hearing is like pop. A, there's, like a, there's like a whining poppiness. Emo. Sometimes you just can't help how your voice sounds. You know it's not I mean? his voice. I'm just saying in general, right? Um, so I don't know. This was... Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's where I was at with it. He like, did know if, if these dudes fucking kill it live. Sure, yeah, I can be one over potentially. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. Um, Pete did correctly mention though that in the tags it says punk, post punk, and then oi, and he was like, "But there's not a hint of oi in this." One of the dudes in this band was it was in uh, or is in Bishop's Green. Oh, that's cool. I fucking love Bishop's Green. Right. That that band wrote the same song ten times in a row, but it's, it's a good song. It's a good song. I actually revisit that one Bishop's Green LP usually once or twice a year, and I, it holds up pretty well for but me. But here's the thing. It's like... They're going for it. There's a lot of pretense here. Yeah, they're all wearing sunglasses, and they have, like, and professional this, this photos This picture is obnoxious. Stuff. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Stop it. Yeah. That picture's obnoxious. The write-up on at least that is on the Discogs yeah. page for this. The profile schedule one delivers your contraband in four equal measures. Knock it off. Sure, yeah. Right? Yep. Um, just stop it. Yeah, there is a going forward energy with this, right? Yeah. That is, like, obviously palpable. How dare you seek to make money doing this, <laughs> right? Yes, if so it happens incidentally, fine. Back to the factory. But how fucking dare you? Back to the factory, back to the coffee shops. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So yeah, this is just like this is a little produced. It's a little shiny for me. I I didn't think it was bad. Like 
by all counts, by all measures, well executed, well performed, well played, well written, but Yo. just like a little much for me. Right. This know? is this is solidly in the middle of the pack. I want a little grime. Right. I want uh, a little energy. Or if you're gonna do, if you're gonna put a lot of shine on what you're doing, you better bring it as hard as Homefront does, and ain't nobody doing that right now. So, yeah. This know? is kind of a middling episode. I mean, that Kevlar Upper is good. Yeah, 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 for sure. But that's it. But that's it. Like, I mean, that, that first thing we hear, like the membrane stuff. The membrane also, stuff. The membrane. Good. I liked it, right? But it was like, good. It didn't you know? knock my fucking socks off. And and it's there. There is nothing. And again, the Kevlar Upper stuff is sick. But it's five songs that blaze by doing a thing that is reliably good, right? You right. Know what I mean? So if I were listening to other contemporary, we'll say, and like within the past decade bands that have done something like this yeah am i necessarily remembering the kevlar upper one right yeah exactly maybe maybe sure right maybe i don't know with you maybe not you but know? but in the context of hearing some like true dog shit and then like a couple real middling things yeah there's just not enough to elevate the the music portion of this show which regrettably is almost the whole show right so well it's actually yeah i mean this exactly. this time this time because those long ass tracks yeah for sure so let's uh let's let's read some text listen to some voicemails maybe maybe the people will have some interesting thoughts and questions this week that we can we can go out on a real high note because right now i'm feeling like dude right now i'm feeling like i wasted my monday night yeah i already knew the kevlar (laughs) upper was fucking good yeah i could have been playing red dead right could have been fucking doing all all sorts of cool shit like watching tv (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I could have been watching, rewatching Next Gen for the fucking eighteenth well, time. I'm, since I'm done with Beauty and the Beast, and yeah. we shit canned Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, because who needs them? Right, sure. Yeah, right. It's like uh, been like dipping into Tubi and Shutter for fucking there horror flicks, and yeah. then just watching Star Trek. Scary, Dude, we watched a movie I'd never seen before called Q: The Winged Serpent. Oh, okay. So I've seen the cover of that a zillion times. Oh yeah, but I've never watched. I've it. I've never watched it. Yeah. It is fucking wild. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty fucking. It's pretty out there. It, yeah. it's, it's it takes place in New, like New York. There are so many interesting writing and, and and like directorial decisions. Yeah, and it just kind of fucking ends. Okay, like like there's so many ragged loose ends that 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 pop up or like why is this happening? Why is this dude like this? What happens here? Yeah, and the movie just kind of like ends right. with a giant fucking shootout okay on top of the empire state building that's oh yeah that's right. yeah, 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 fucking yeah. king kong that's the cover i've seen is like the big the beast like kind of wrapped around the top of the empire state building but literally like no follow through and like so what now the yeah. movie just kind of fucking ends i appreciate that yeah all right so uh, I'm going to make this quick. It's a bit of a story. But let me tell you fuckers about gaining the attention of an older black woman. So my wife takes me to one of those fancy uh, beard and hair trimming places in Carmel, Indiana, the one where they serve you alcohol and everybody's uh, fucking uppity. Uh, but I get there, and a dude's like, yeah, come on in, sir. And I'm like, cool. And this black lady who's older stops me, who is working there, and is like, no, no, he's coming with me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I get in the chair. She starts doing all the shit, and she's like, pulling on my beard like real fucking hard like way harder than is what is required and she's like you know grooming a man can be a sexual experience and she's saying that to my wife who's fucking standing right here and i'm sitting in this chair with a hot towel in my head like what the fuck is going on and then she keeps pulling on my beard and she's like yeah sometimes you know you can just make it a real good time for everybody involved and it can be a real a real sexual experience. And this whole time, she's just saying these things right in front of my fucking wife and pulling on my beard 
Like, like, like the way you would pull someone's hair in rough sex. Like, it is, it is a situation that I'm currently in. And mind you, all this is happening right in front of my wife. Uh, so yeah, feels great until it gets fucking weird. That's the, that's the story. Alright, see you guys. Yo, forgot to mention, I don't have any hair. So this beard trim was just that, a beard trim. And it cost me 60 fucking dollars. $60 to get molested at a barbershop. Okay, now I'm done. Bye. Oh, God, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare all around. A $60 beard trim being molested by an older woman. You know you know. there's at least two man buns in that fucking place. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Two, Especially, fucking, two fucking cavemen with fucking man buns. Carmel is a fucking nightmare of a Dude, place, I man. would fucking... Oh, God. I'd burn that whole place to the ground. No uh, hesitation, no compunction whatsoever. That place fucking sucks. Prefab, little fucking fake quaint city. Um, yeah, no, that I guess that's the opposite end of the spectrum from what I was talking about. I'm talking about just, you know, a, a kindly... 75-year-old woman saying you're handsome. What you experienced was uh, distinct from what I described, certainly. Um, that's when keeping it real goes wrong, I guess. Yo, frankly, if I were in that position, that bitch would be getting an earful. <laughs> like, straight up. I wouldn't just yeah. sit and take it, man. I was trying to think, like, you know... <sighs> Good luck even trying to get me to go into a place like oh, that. Oh, for sure, dude. Well, I mean, you're ha you're going to have to pay for it. If it, like dude. I'm not coming out of pocket for but a like, like yeah. I'm just going to a normal barbershop, getting right. a straight razor on my head, you right. know what I mean? Getting out of there. Dude, good fucking luck, man. Yeah, for sure. You need to put your foot down with this. Maybe make your Maybe he fucked up. Maybe it was his wife was like, "You know what? Fuck you." You got to do this now. <laughs> if he's in the doghouse. He's in the doghouse. Right. Yeah, so, so we're going to go get you a $60 beard yank that you have to pay for and you're also going to be sexually harassed by the woman doing it yeah. yeah maybe maybe that was punishment maybe you didn't pick out the right color for the fucking study or whatever but i don't know man i think maybe you just need to go to great clips next time mm -hmm. <laughs> go to a real barber shop or something but uh don't go back there and yo next time that somebody's yanking on your beard making you uncomfortable it's okay Start screaming help help <laughs> Can you imagine sitting in the barber's chair? Help! 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 <laughs> why making, not? A, making a big stink making about a big it. Stink. Yeah. It's not like you're going back. Sure, right. right. Yeah, why not? Help! Help me! <laughs> yeah, burn the bridge. <laughs> why not? All right, let's uh, let's hear our next one. Uh, hey, uh, you guys ever? I've learned. Do you guys ever read like books about uh, punk rock or hardcore or you know adjacent genres? Um, and if so, it's like. Is there any in particular that you think are good, or like maybe like some like specific ones? Uh, personally, I I read uh, Get in the Van when I was about half the age I am now, and and uh, even though I I guess I enjoyed it, I never really looked back on uh, on punk rock literature. So I'm curious if there's anything good out there. Also, um, uh, Fuck Mary Kill, uh, Christ on Parade, Econo Christ, and Caustic Christ. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so. As a kid, yeah, I read books, and I guess into early adulthood, I read American Hardcore when it came out, which I think is a is a useful is a useful document in terms of just like understanding the social context of first wave American Hardcore and just finding bands that are a little bit more on the periphery of that scene. Uh, so I think it's interesting for that, and there's a lot of cool photos in it. You can leave the 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 documentary totally by the wayside. I can't believe that you're like 
actively like making a face and pushing out farts. Like it would be one thing if it was just coming out. I was trying, but you're making a face and you're pushing them out, right? Like that's crazy. <laughs> you got it wrong. I'm, I'm making a face because I'm trying to prevent it from blasting. <laughs> okay, I, I see. Right? Okay, because it looked like a, it looked like a, a look of determination of effort. It was determination because I had to really bad. Okay, sure. But like, I'm just kind of like, oh, let me see if I can just open the door a little. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's always that's always a gambit. Uh, so. Um, so anyway, yeah, like American Hardcore is cool for that reason. There's a lot of cool like art and like logos and shit like that in there. So worth a flip through, although like in 2024, I, I, when that book came out, it was novel and it wasn't like you could just Google this shit. Now you can find a million fucking interviews and blog spots and shit that are probably going to scratch the same itch for you. Um, I read Burning Fight when it came out, but not its in, in its entirety. Um, I read... Uh, Please Kill Me, which is, like, about, mostly about, like, the proto-punk shit when I was a kid. Like, they talked to, like, Alan Vega and, like, all the guys from the New York Dolls and, like, uh, the guys from the Ramones and Suicide and television and stuff like that. Again, I liked it when I was 14. I don't know that I would like it a whole lot. Now, I think those, like, oral history books can be kind of interesting, but largely... I've gotten way back into reading, particularly over the past couple of years, and I don't find myself reaching for those at all. I want to read about like wizards and dragons and knights and shit, which might even mean maybe you're not even really into reading. If that's what if that's I have also read, I've also been reading Cormac McCarthy and shit too, yeah. right? So I'm 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 counterbalancing it, right? I'm I'm reading like real literature. And, the, and sometimes I'm not that. I, I have no interest in literature. I have no interest in real literature. I like real literature quite a bit, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of these books about punk and hardcore, they just they don't hold the same same appeal for me uh, as they did when I was younger. That it's not one size fits all. You may have more interest in them, in them than me. Largely, if I'm going to engage with hardcore literature, it's just I'm reading a 16 year old zine, right? That that to me is infinitely more interesting than reading on the about the reflections of some guy who was doing it 25 years ago and ain't doing it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll watch an interview here and there, whatever, and I am interested certainly far more than Nate is in sort of the lore of the whole thing, but uh, I prefer to get it in little digestible chunks, pieces here and there. I can't find myself, I can't see myself like sitting down with a book about this shit anytime, <clears throat> anytime soon, so I don't know how much help we can be. Yeah, I don't know. I have a bunch of them. Yeah. I mostly have them for the pictures. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, I think they're cool as documents in terms of just like, oh, wow, I've never seen these pictures before. Yeah, but the same thing, though. I, I maybe read it like a paragraph at a time. Right, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. just, oh, cool, there's a little anecdote. <clears throat> I don't really, I'm not much of a historian. Yeah. And I don't really dig into things in that way. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I sure as shit don't give a fuck about actual literature. And again, I... <clears throat> Sorry, just... I'll yeah, well, like, wow, let me read a book about the human condition. Cool, as if I don't fucking live it. <laughs> so for me, again, like, I am a kind of a historian with this kind of stuff, and I am interested in those tidbits and shit, but I will genuinely, I think, a better insight into that kind of stuff is just going back and reading the zines from the time period, right? Yeah. If, you, if you're interested about what it was like in 1992, get a collection of zines, and a lot I of these you can find on archive and, and I stuff. think that's a lot more interesting. I, I would agree, because the backwards-looking stuff oftentimes fucking crosses a line of just being just that and being old man shit. Yeah. Um, American Hardcore, good example. For sure, yeah. Um, 
And I'm not interested in that. No. At all. A lot of it is rose-colored, and a lot of it is also incredibly doctored, misremembered, or over the years uh, built up in your head and mythologized. Yeah. Whereas where you're getting it right out of the horse's mouth in 1992 or 1982 or whatever, and there's plenty of zines that you can look up online, like on archive and stuff, there are huge, huge fucking archives of old zines from 1980 through now that you can find very, very easily online. You're actually getting the opinions of, like, the 19-year-olds who were making the music, who were fucking putting the records out. You get an insight into the fucking beefs, the taboos, the mores, the thought processes behind these people when they were actually making the records, which is a million times more interesting to me than, you know, hearing from some 50-year-old guy about a record that he made when he was fucking 18 years old that he doesn't even relate to Right, and the music died when he... uh Right. Decided to stop paying attention. Yeah, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff, man. So, um, All right, we got some texts. Uh, about a month ago, my buddy actually posted about an encounter he had where he was complimented by an older black lady. He is 100% a beardo, which makes us even better. Copy below is his post. Today has been interesting, to say the least. Finished working out, stopped at the corner store from my house, <coughs> proceed to walk in where an older black lady tells me she loves my beard. I say, thank you. I take good care of it. She then tells me, well, it looks great on you. It turns me on, and I'd love to write it sometime if you are interested. <laughs> When I say my jaw hit the floor, I was completely stunned. I declined, but you got to admire the confidence, end quote. Personally, I think it was a bitch move not to take the offer. The man could have had the time of his life. So, again, see, I was looking for kind of wholesome interactions here. Uh-huh. It just seems like everybody else's experiences are just being sexually harassed by say, older black the, 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 no, the notoriously sexually aggressive older black woman. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I thought not. I've not had this experience. That's a, Again, that's like a trope. I thought that was just a thing in movies. I didn't think that people actually experienced that in real life. Um, Trey here re-compliments. Uh, I was complimenting the other day on a sweatshirt I was wearing, Biggie Smalls crew neck, by a middle-aged black dude. He said, paraphrasing some here, I like that shirt. Youngins don't know. Just some words to them. He then dapped me up, and I rode that high for at least two days. If a, 50, if a 55-year-old white guy had said the same thing, I don't know if I'd have even remembered the interaction two hours later. Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. I think what we're learning here is that um, a lot of white people just think black people are utterly mysterious. I think it's more just like the classic white thing of just like... Oh, they think I'm cool. Yeah, 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 right? Like just right. whites desperately seek the approval of black people, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's classic, right? Back in the day, though, it was a little bit more complex because we were like, hey, those guys are cool, but uh, I don't think we should fucking let them vote, you know what I mean? <laughs> back, yeah, back, <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah, way long, long time ago. Right. <laughs> way, way yeah. long ago before anyone can even remember. Right. Uh, years ago, I found an official New York State Assessors Association zip-up hoodie at Goodwill for a couple bucks. One night, while wearing said hoodie, a friend and I went through a police DUI traffic stop while carrying a considerable amount of Electric Wizard merchandise, if you know what I mean. Cop stops me, asks where we're going and whatnot, and keeps looking at the official seal on the hoodie and then back at me. My whole car smelled like riffs galore. <laughs> Cop keeps looking at the hoodie and then shrugs and goes, have a good knife. Nice. Real life person. Very nice. <laughs> that's nice. I'm telling you, that's, see, that. Yeah. A little fundraising. Right. I can live with if, if like... We get some bonuses, right? Like that. I just, I just put my hand out the fucking car window while the cops walking with up, and he sees on, the, ring. the ring. Exactly. Yes. I, I genuinely bet you get out of a lot of shit. That I bet way. you just show the ring. I mean, it's the same principle as like when you're wearing an orange vest and a construction hat, and you have a clipboard. You can literally do, walk. Do you you can walk into any building. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. Like you, people just because that's how the brain works, right? right. Like that's this how we're conditioned. To you're supposed to be here, right? Right. I used to have a fucking. 
I think I still do somewhere, unless I gave it away. Geiger counter. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. You used to take that to the mall. Right. <laughs> you can walk anywhere you want, yeah. man. Anywhere you want. You can go in the back fucking halls, yeah. anywhere you want to be. Um, uh, here's a, a question for you, Nate. What's the PT song, Parasitic Twin song, with the lyrics, thank you for these scraps, they're more than we deserve? I've listened to the entire band camp and didn't hear it. Is it a cover? Also revisiting the 2022 promo, and it's quite sick. Uh, you know, uh, thanks for the fucking vittles, man. What, so- what song is that? Uh, I don't know the name of that one. Fuck, man. I can't think of it off the top of my head either because that is... It's the slower one. It's the slower... We sped it up. On Oh, is that... Oh, that's one of the new yeah. ones. Oh, okay, cool. So that's a song that is not out right. yet, right? Okay, so we so the LP is now done except for vocals. Yep. I just tracked the second guitars on Saturday. Uh, so that's a song that you can't hear anywhere yet, yeah. but you'll be able to hear it at some point in the next, uh, in this calendar year. I, mean, I don't know. I guess it's about the fucking, uh, the uh, philanthropy and the fucking, uh, you know, the philanthropy of the rich, so to speak. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's see. While I've had an elderly black lady refer to me as handsome once or twice, there's nothing more transcendental than a 400-plus-pound black lady with a my kids is my life tattoo looking <laughs> you in the eye and saying, ooh, you a little dime piece, ain't you? Truly next level. Again, all of these people are just being sexually harassed. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I am so fucking glad that literally nothing about me invites anybody to even, like, <laughs> try to engage me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of synergy <laughs> in you. You know what I mean? Like, if there's one thing about you that I can say, it's that, like, there's not a lot of warring pieces of you. For me, I go, I've go. i gone through my life feeling as much internal conflict as I have external because there are dueling components of my personality where I want to reach out and I want to help and I, and I want to feel uh, able to give and receive love. But at the same time, I have a deep cynicism. For example, I was walking with my lovely, wonderful, kind girlfriend the other day, the Botanical Conservatory, right? And uh, having a great day. And just a group of of young women in stupid shirts, like fucking 21 Pilots shirts and Greta Van Fleet shirts, all 250 plusers, right? 250 pound plusers (laughs) walk by. And uh, and I just and I shake my head and Paige is like what and I'm just like I'm just a bad guy and she's like why what and I was just like because apropos of nothing right like no reason they didn't do anything to me I just thought oh those shirts are stupid they're ugly right <laughs> didn't didn't do nothing to me and I wasn't saying a joke to anybody who would hear it I just thought this in my head oh, it must be the weekly meeting of the Unfuckable Women Club. And I was like, why did I think that? Like, it wasn't even for anybody else's benefit, right? right? right. I just thought that privately, right, right? in my head, right? right? So I have, I have a war within me, at least for you. There's a, like I said, there's a lot of synergy between each part of you, right? Yeah. You're not approachable, and you don't want to be approachable. Yeah. It works out great. Right. It works out great for you, man. Yeah, I'm a bad guy, man. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me that's my private thought that i had why did i have that yeah there's no reason for you it. are a bad guy i'm a bad guy man just you these girls enjoying guy. their fucking right. day right and the, what was their fucking what was their what was their crime that right. they wore a dumb band t-shirt and they didn't really take care of themselves right hey brother me too 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't take right. very good care of myself. No. And I wear a stupid band shirt. That's right. right. What they didn't do nothing Look at to me. me. I look like shit. <laughs> fucking, I'm a shit man. Christ almighty. You know how much I fucking weigh? <laughs> you, you, yeah, you texted the group the other day. 319 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, I haven't weighed You're that. You're carrying it well. Oh, I got to lose about 20, man. That's yeah. about 20 pounds heavier than I normally am. Um, all right, we got a question here. Which is worse, deathcore or new metal? Um, oh, you skipped one. Uh, did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Any thoughts on propaganda? I feel like they are lofty without being obnoxiously pretentious. Also, music doesn't suck massive donkey dicks, so that helps. Fuck them. Yeah, propaganda is a band that, dude, they're one of those, they're kind of like the blues for me in that, like, I felt an obligation to repeatedly revisit them in my youth because I felt like I was missing something. And there were a couple records that came out when I was a teenager that, I played pretty incessantly for a couple months, mostly in an attempt to to get it and to fit in with my peers because a bunch of my friends at the time were obsessed with this band. They were like, oh, the riffs are great and they're really fucking intelligent and they're hyper-political. And like, yeah, my worldview mostly aligns with the propagandist worldview I have found, but like noodly melodic punk of that variety has never done anything for me and propaganda is really not an exception. It's like... I, I think they I give them more of a pass than I do a lot of bands doing the same thing because they are truly like in a different tier. They're at the upper echelon of what they're attempting to do, and I don't think I, th I think they're pretty peerless. But I still don't really like it. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Um, okay, so which is worth deathcore or new metal? I I think that you just by default you have to say new metal absolutely because it's new metal in in some part wrought deathcore right. It opened the floodgates right. for all of these mashup genres to take hold in the public consciousness. It really did. You know, yeah, new metal is definitely the original stain. Yeah, the original stain. So not only does it precede deathcore, but also Deathcore, Deathcore's cultural reach and impact is not as broad sweeping and as lasting. And as I will metal. also say that, you know, we've had Deathcore, you know, it's not unusual for me to find something in Deathcore. I'm like, yeah, cool. Sure. This, yeah, fucking, this exactly. fucking, you know, syncs up with things of for my sure. interest. Exactly. There's nothing, literally yeah. nothing in new metal. Right. That, that's that's another yes. That's another good point. Whereas like, particularly in some of that very first wave deathcore or proto deathcore stuff, there are a couple of demos here and there that I think are straight up pretty good. And even the stuff that I don't think is good, kind of holistically, exactly. There are things that they're going for that I'm like, okay, I get that. Before it got real shiny and real MySpace core, you know, mall core kind of stuff. Some of the like raw, real deal, quote unquote, deathcore stuff. I'm like, okay, I get what you're going for here. And some of the re like the revisitation of deathcore in the last few years even though i don't like any of it because mm -hmm. i didn't connect to the first wave of it yeah okay i get what you're going for here you're trying to do like deicide with mashed up with a bunch of shit i don't care about but right. at least you're trying to do some deicide right new metal ain't doing anything i care about nope. um all right last one okay so this one i'm just gonna i already watched this one I even posted a clip of it to our instagram so you may have seen this i just posted a brief clip clip it's three minutes long Okay, so I'm just going to say, let's just call the episode here, and I'm going to throw the audio for this at the end of the episode. Is. We'll watch it. You and I can watch it and enjoy it privately off air. Okay. And I'm just going to leave the uh, I'm gonna leave the audio of this cameo. I'll tell everybody. This was uh, our friend Mike. He's, given, he's gotten us a couple cameos now. I can't remember. I don't think he got us the Danny Diablo one. No. I think that was Aaron that got us the Danny Diablo one. But Mike's gotten us a couple cameos now. Yeah. And this is just uh, the newest iteration of his obsession with getting us 
presumably dirt cheap cameos. Uh, so, yo, thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks to everybody who writes in, who sends music in. We will uh, we'll catch you next week. Yo, is that the famous Nathan and Grayson right here in front of me? What's up? How y'all doing? I hear that you guys host a podcast about the furry lifestyle. Now, I don't mean to brag, but I've kind of been in the furry lifestyle for about 11 years now. So I have a little inkling of what goes on, you know, in the furry community. Now, I do want to say the furry community can be grand and kind of sus at the same time. So when you have these two kind of meshed ideas, it can cause some chaos. And I'm glad you're doing a podcast about it because there needs to be some things to talk about. First of all, big important issue is poodling. And that is basically showing skin when you're pretty much fursuiting. Now, a lot of us have two different opinions. One, poodling is okay because you're not an actor in a costume. And number two, poodling is bad because it ruins the magic of a performer. And fursuiting is kind of like a performance. Now, I'm kind of on the poodling end, as you can see, so a little biased on my end. Um, it is hot, I live in Florida, uh, yeah, wearing a fursuit is kind of yikers, but there is another side to it that you also have to talk about, which is the uh, side of, well, it is kind of breaking magic and it looks kind of sus when you wear it, so it's an idea to talk about. Another idea, cancel culture. It's everywhere. Everything anyone does. On one hand, it's where a bunch of people come out and say, hey, watch out for this person. They've done some bad things in the past. Probably not a good thing to have in the future, but... Another side of it is, that was like a long time ago. That's probably probably grown up from that. They were this old when they did that. They're probably growing up from that. So those two sides of the coins, you know, you got to understand both sides of an argument in order to have it on your podcast. That way, when it comes with debates and stuff, people in the comments will be like, oh, well, I agree with this. No, I agree with this. No, I think this is the correct way. Just some things to think about. Again, it's all up to you. Another thing that you could think of is the type of art people get. Some people like very taboo art. Some people don't. Some people think it's not okay, and it's IRL. And some people think it's just fantasy, so it is okay, but they're not harming anyone. That's another issue you could talk about. There's a lot of issues you could talk about with the furry fan. Literally just go on Twitter, and there's like thousands. Your current events go on Twitter. So that's a big help for a lot of these things. But it's up to you. Hopefully these three topics can help you make your podcast that much more fruitful and bountiful so you have some more things to think about just always have an argument bring two sides of the coin up and then explain each side and let the comments decide what they pick or choose and try not to show bias because that's how podcast works i hope you guys have fun good luck on your podcast and i will see you later bye nathan bye Nathan.